When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're having a great day so far. Welcome to the Dr. Dapp Show. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Dapp. And today we are continuing our series, his crown. In this series, we're talking about how you can be the crown to your husband, the part of your husband that allows him to feel that he has truly made an achievement by having you as his wife. You are the perfect addition to his life because you bring so many glorious things that allows him to walk out in this world and be noble and be dignified and be at peace. And in today's podcast, we're talking specifically about how you can bring joy into your marriage. And I hope that this blesses you because joy is one of those things that really does make a difference in everyone's life. So if you can be a pillar of joy in your home to your husband and your family, you will truly be blessed. In being your husband's crown, your demeanor in the home is really what changes everything. The way that you walk around the home, the attitude that you have, the way that you present yourself really does change the dynamic of the household. And you're going to hear me say this all throughout the series because it is foundational in having a beautiful marriage and a beautiful home. The definition of joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. When you have joy, it is a deep-rooted, deep-seated emotion that comes out in your behavior and in your attitudes. So when you have a demeanor of joy, then you are walking around with great pleasure and happiness being his wife and being his partner. And before we get into the five ways of bringing joy into your marriage, remembering that a steady diet of praise and appreciation will do wonders for bringing joy into your home. Remembering the good things, remembering the good times, having gratitude for each and every moment that you're able to spend together will produce joy. So remembering that within all of this, even if you're not in the ideal situation in your marriage at this particular moment, in this particular season, it does not mean that you cannot have joy 
because joy comes from the Lord. And this is something that you have to have hope for that one day you will restore your joy. He will restore your joy for you and you'll be able to live in that. But for now, these practical tips and whatever it is that you do on your own with intention and consistency will produce joy in your marriage. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to address a question that I received on my reviews where a young lady left me a really sweet review and had a question that many others may have as well. So let me go ahead and read that to you. Hi, Dr. Daff. Thank you for your content. You have become a voice in my life that is being used by the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me to becoming a godly feminine blessing. I have a question. Do you provide mentoring or coaching services? This is something I'm going to be talking about later because I do have something coming up for everyone that I think could kind of like answer these sorts of personal questions or questions that a lot of people may have. It's not fully um, developed yet, so I'm still in the process of figuring out how I want to do this. But just know that there is something coming up in the future that I think will benefit you in this kind of way. She also asked, there is a book I came across titled Femme Fatale and Dark Feminine Energy. Are these godly books? I'm interested in learning more about the feminine mystique. Thank you. So I wanted to talk about that really quickly in terms of dark feminine energy, femme fatale. Those are two uh, different things. The femme fatale is sort of like an archetype that when we talk about feminine women and different ways of being feminine, some people have broken down and created archetypes of different kinds of behaviors and looks and traits that are associated towards specific kinds of women. And the femme fatale is the woman who is kind of like this mysterious, um, sort of dark, sexy. And when I say dark, I mean, she's more into like the more subdued femininity that's sexy, but maybe a little bit conspicuous or a little bit more strategic. She is the kind of person that probably is sleeping with a lot of men and doing it in a way where she's sort of benefiting from it. And it's not to say that she's promiscuous, but in a lot of depictions of femme fatales, they are a little bit more of the provocative feminine women who are wearing like the corset tops and think of like an Angelina Jolie vibe. It's like this like Megan Fox, (laughs) sultry, sexy, intense, dark, feminine energy. And when I say dark, I don't think that they have dark feminine energy per se, but this is sort of like the archetype of the look. When they show you a picture of what someone looks like, they kind of have that Megan Fox look. Even I would even say even Megan Good, that same kind of look of just like sexy, mysterious, but a little bit of like this um, darkness around them that makes you gravitate towards them. So darkness is not negative. However, I don't attribute to archetypes and that's why I've never talked about them. It's not something I really care about because I think these kinds of things are the same things that get people really bound. Just trying to put yourself into these boxes in terms of what kind of person you are, how you're supposed to act. It really reminds me a lot of people who end up getting really caught up into horoscopes and into life paths and angel numbers and all of those dark demonic things. 
it's not to say that archetypes are dark or demonic, but they tend to lead you down that same road of being captured into a specific kind of person. When you are so much more complicated than that, you are so much more unique than that. And we are all parts of different quote unquote archetypes, depending on our lifestyle, where we are in our lives. Some of it, yes, you might be born with, but we're all a compilation of different things, depending on where we are in our lives and what we're doing or what we want. And I just think it's a waste of time. So that's why I don't I don't go into feminine archetypes, because a lot of archetypes are used mostly in like characters and movies and things like that to give you an understanding of the person's behavior. But it's really you being boxed into something. And I am not one for you ladies to get boxed into anything. You are too unique for that. Now, dark feminine energy is a completely different topic. And I have talked about this in one of my podcasts and I don't remember who, oh, yes, it was Black Swan Academy, Black Swan Relationship Academy. I talked about it with Chengi. She is awesome and she's on YouTube as well. And she creates content on femininity and dating. And she has videos on dark feminine energy. But I personally do not attribute or ascribe to it because it's one of those things where it's like the people who are trying to be feminine and taking their femininity and twisting it into something dark, into something manipulative. Dark feminine energy is all about you being like a seductress, you doing things like sleeping with married men and sleeping with men for money and tapping into the parts of your femininity that are really wounded, that are really unhealed, that are really evil and using it for pleasure, for power for all the things that are destructive. That's how I see dark feminine energy, very controlling, manipulative energy. And it's to me a wounded feminine energy. So I don't ascribe to any books or anything about that because a lot of those people, I don't want this to get too long because that's not what this podcast is about. But a lot of those people who are into that kind of thing are also into witchcraft. They're also into a lot of very dark, evil practices because these things are all connected. The women who are into the dark side are into the dark side. And that includes things like tarot cards, witchcraft, manipulating men, potions, all of the evil, dark things that are not for you that God detests, God hates, and I don't want you tapping into that. There are lots of books out there on these kinds of things, and you have to be really careful about what you consume, what you let into your heart, into your spirit, because it's it's just so important. So with that being said, I hope that gives you a little bit of insight into those two things. If you're ever questioning a book that you're going to read or an article or a YouTuber always pray about it. Ask God to give you the answer. And I would just say this, if you are starting to feel a little uncomfortable about something, or you're kind of like, hmm, is this from God? It probably is not. (laughs) It probably isn't. If you are starting to feel a little, little odd about it, or it feels a little funny to you, not funny where it's like your own insecurity, but funny where your spirit is starting to feel like it kind of want to jumps out, <laughs> but you're intrigued, your your mind is intrigued, but your spirit is fighting you. It probably is not from God. So I hope that helps a little bit and giving you a little bit of insight. I can actually make a podcast about dark feminine energy. 
because it is an important topic. It's just not something I teach to embrace. However, there is a lot of content on it on TikTok and in other places from women who are lost because they're learning from people who are witches and things of that nature on YouTube. Just be careful. Just be careful about what you consume. Be careful about what you consume and remember that nothing needs to be forced or controlled. If you are in touch with the one who gives everything good to you, which is God, then you don't have to worry about conjuring up things and becoming manipulative, controlling, or trying to do things on your own. So I hope that helps you, my love, and thank you for your sweet words. I always appreciate those of you who leave me reviews. I read all of them, and it means so much to me. Thank you, thank you. Now, 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 we can finally get into this episode. Go ahead and sit back, relax, get something to drink, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. One way that you can bring more joy into your marriage as a beautiful feminine woman is by celebrating, remembering celebrations. As life moves, you know, we're busy. Your husband works, you may work. Even if you don't work, you're working in the home, which is a ton of work. You are thinking about what's going to happen with your kids. You're planning out things. You're making food. You're shopping. You're busy. And with that busyness, sometimes we lose that connection, those small moments that really make a difference, like remembering things that have happened in the past. So when you celebrate, you are choosing to be joyful. And with all of these things, they are choices. They are you saying, I decide that I'm going to do this because this is what's going to bring the life into this home into this marriage. So you celebrate things like anniversaries, obviously birthdays, milestones, certain things that are accomplishments, whether your husband closed a deal at work or your husband got a really big client or he made some sort of achievement at his job. Maybe your husband got an award at work or was recognized for something. Maybe he got a raise or a new job transition. But whatever it is, whether it's big or small, remembering to celebrate that. And this could also be like milestones within your relationship, celebrating the day that you met, celebrating the first day that you got together, the things that maybe you just forget about. These things really do matter and they just boost up the happiness in your home. They allow you to feel gratitude when you reflect on those moments, on these achievements. Think about how far you've come. Thank God for the blessings of being able to celebrate really do make a difference in your home. And you can do this in small ways. You know, you can just go and make a really beautiful lemon pie for him, or you can celebrate by going out somewhere to dinner or visiting a spot that you used to visit when you were teenagers and you were dating. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be huge. It could just be a little surprise for him a little something special that you do for him or you can put like a little gift for him underneath his pillow you know just little fun things that really just make him smile these things make a big difference and a lot of times we do these things in the beginning of the relationship when it's fresh and it's new and it's fun and then after we just start getting into this boring dry dull routine of life and we forget about the little things that just enhance our lives 
you can also just make like family traditions that are fun and that are steady. For example, there is a day out of the week where I do something really special for my family and I do that same thing on the same day each week. So my husband expects that every single day of that week. And when he doesn't see it or he doesn't get it, he's like, oh man, I thought we were gonna have this. And so it's something that he looks forward and I didn't even realize that until one time when I didn't do it. But you can do that. If you want to bake cookies on Monday mornings when the kids are about to go to school and you put some in your husband's lunch pail, or lunch bag, (laughs) that's a fun thing to do. And that just brings a little bit of joy and excitement to Mondays when people are usually just really over it. Or you can do something really nice, like have um, a certain day of the week where you have a tradition with him. You know, maybe you guys jump on the bed before you go to sleep or just something silly. It doesn't always have to be something serious. It doesn't have to be something that costs money. It could just be something that the two of you do together. A movie night every Friday night, you know, just little things. These things bring joy into your marriage and they're very intentional ways of you being able to connect. Another way that you can bring joy into your marriage, and this is the one the husbands love, is by sharing, sharing your body with your husband. Obviously, we talk about this all the time, about how men complain that when they get married and as they get older, their wives just detest spending time with them in the bedroom, and it's like a chore. But when you are cultivating joy in your marriage, you realize that having that time with your husband is a blessing, it's a gift from God, and it's a special, precious moment that bonds the two of you together. The less you do that, unfortunately, the more strain it causes in the marriage, the more you'll start to see him treat you like a friend or a roommate versus his wife, because that's a connection that men desperately need to be able to connect, and it's their way of showing you love. And it's also something that really just empowers them to be more confident, more, you know, hardworking, and it's a blessing to him. So when you are in those moments, and of course, I'm being careful about my wording because of this platform, but when you're in those moments with him, instead of making it seem like a chore for you, you have joy in those moments. You willingly and openly you know, give yourself to him. And this is something he will appreciate because men don't want something that you don't want to give. I mean, obviously it's there, but it's not the same when they feel like they impose on you, that they're just, you know, doing it because it's a routine or something like that. They want to feel like you genuinely enjoy it, that you genuinely want to be there, that you genuinely cherish it the same way that he does. So make it intentional to try and have joy in those intimate times and moments with him and you will see your marriage blossom. You will see him just be more excited when he sees you, be more aroused when, you know, you guys are just close or he's hugging you because he's going to remember that you have a little something special inside of you that comes out in those intimate moments. Hey ladies, do you know that Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? According to the EPA, indoor air could be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And in some cases, it can be a hundred times more polluted. According to the 2020 Census Report, 
nearly half the population, which is almost 165 million people, are living in areas with unhealthy levels of ozone or air pollution. And new data from World Health Organization shows that 9 out of 10 people breathe air that exceeds WHO pollution limits, and that air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths across the world every single year. And in terms of allergies, airborne allergens are the most common allergy triggers, such as pollen, pet danger, dust mite, and mold. So what's the solution? Well, the solution can be Air Doctor. Air Doctor introduces an air purifier that has captured the attention of established media outlets like CNN, Money, ABC, and more. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens so that your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor uses an ultra HEPA filter that's been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested bacteria and viruses. Although allergens can vary in size, the average pollen size is about 25 microns, and Air Doctor virtually removes 100% of particles as small as 0.003 microns in size. Their classic Air Doctor 3000 purifier is powerful enough to circulate the air in a 630 square foot room four times per hour. And Air Doctor also features whisper jet fans that are 30% quieter than the fans found in an ordinary air purifier. Air Doctor comes with no questions asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. So head over to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code DAF. And depending on the model, you can receive up to 40% off. So you are saving up to 40% off. Lock in the special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P. PRO.com and use a promo code DAF. Thank you, Air Doctor, for sponsoring this show for all of these beautiful ladies. The third way that you can bring joy into your marriage is by spending time with God. That is where you receive your joy in the presence of God. If you're a woman who values your spirituality, you value your marriage, then you know that marriage is a spiritual covenant with God and you need to be in his presence in order to really manifest these things because it is very difficult in this very fast paced and a lot of times troublesome life to keep up this spirit of joy. It's something that you have to pull from within and that comes from having a reservoir of time with God, something to pull from. You're in the word, you're reading, you're praising God, you are understanding the scriptures, you are memorizing the scriptures, you are pulling them in to your mind when you need them the most. And God is the one who gives you that joy. His Holy Spirit living inside of you is what produces that fruit in you. And In the Bible, it says that in his presence is fullness of joy. So God promises you that when you are actually with him in his presence, you will experience joy. And that joy is something that you can bottle up and hold with you throughout the day and bless your husband with. So if you're not doing this much, then I encourage you to try your best to carve out time and spend time with God every single day in the morning, before you interact with your husband, in the evening, before he comes home, or before you go to sleep. 
spend time with God, your maker. Allow him to pour into you. Allow him to teach you ways to make your husband smile. Allow him to wash away the pain that you have from the day. Allow him to cleanse you from any trials or tribulations that you may be struggling with that's making it really hard for you to be joyful for your husband. Allow him to create that moment of intimacy with you and show you the example of how love should be because God is love and his love abides in you when you spend time with him and you understand him and you have a relationship with him. So if you love your husband, you spend time with God, you pray for him, you pray for him to overcome the things that are holding him back in life. You pray for him for the things that he desires. You fast for him. You do things that he would never know you did and you watch God make those things happen and you go back and you thank God and you praise God and you will see your life and your marriage transform. The fourth way that you can bring joy into your marriage as a beautiful feminine woman is by having things that you do for you and allowing him to have things that he does for him. Now, we talked about this in the previous video in the series where I talked about how to bring peace into your home, into your marriage. But this is one of those things that really does increase your joy when you are involved and invested in your own things. Some of us women have become so connected and enmeshed with our husbands that when he's not there, when he's out of town, or if anything were to happen, you just don't have an identity. You don't know who you are without him. But the only way that you can feel fully fulfilled is if you're also spending time doing things that build you up, doing things that bless you, your hobbies, spending time with your friends and your family, spending time with your children, going and going on a retreat, a spiritual retreat with your Christian friends or finding different groups in your neighborhood to walk with or to play tennis with, but doing these things intentionally to fill up your own cup. When you do this, you will be more energized. You will have taken care of your body. You will feel more confident. You will be with your husband in a way that says, I'm here because I want to be here, not because I have nothing better to do. And men feel much more confident when they know that they don't have to provide every single thing for their wives, that their wives have their own interests, have their own lives. It allows them to feel more free and more confident in the relationship. So that's also a blessing to your husband and it'll bring you so much joy when you have things that genuinely make you happy outside of him. Where he sees you and you're smiling and you're working and you're painting or you're creating in your space and he walks by and he sees you just in the zone, that brings him joy to know that you are a multifaceted, beautiful woman with lots of interests outside of him. But I will leave you with this last tip of how you can bring joy into your marriage. You can bring joy into your marriage by doing things for him that elevate and bless his life, things that he would normally not do for himself. Men can get into a routine sometimes where they're just one track minded, they're focused on their goal and their vision, and they're not interested in all the little things. But the little things are what really 
bless him and can take him to the next level. So you're looking out for your husband in ways that he may not realize matter. You can do this by just thinking of ways to bless him depending on who you're married to. Okay, we all have different husbands who need different things, which is why you should study your husband and you should spend time with God and ask God to reveal things to you that your husband really needs or could really help him. So I think it's a really cool thing if your husband say he works from home you can say you know babe i really want to redo your office would you let me do that he'll be like okay if you want to go ahead right and then you spend time like decorating and organizing his office so all of his things are neat in place he knows where to find things yeah maybe he could get by with the way it is but the way you're gonna make it will show love and The organizational piece will help him so much mentally with clarity. These things will bless your husband's life and he will have so much joy knowing that you care enough to do this and you will have joy in the process of blessing him in that way. You can also do things like if you know your husband really needs a promotion and he's just one of those guys that's like, in and out, totally clueless. You know, he just goes to work and comes home, but he really wants a promotion. You can do special things like make some cake pops or make some brownies and say, hey, babe, take these to work today. And he'll take them to work and he will be the star of the show. Like everyone will love those brownies and love those cake pops and it'll get him seen in a way where he probably would have never known how to be even seen. So this is you just thinking in ways that will bless him, will bring joy to him. It doesn't always have to be something that you're doing with him. It could also be things that he's experiencing with other people. This is how you become his crown. (laughs) This is how you become the one where when he's out in public, when he's out in this world, people know that it's not just him, that he has a beautiful woman backing him in a way that's making him shine, making him shine. So this is something that I really encourage you to do and want to remind you that when it comes to love and marriage, even if your marriage is not where you want it to be in the moment, God can change that. And it's one of those things where people, we talk about Jesus dying for us on the cross and saving us from our sins. And we believe that as women of God, but a lot of times we leave out the fact that he didn't just die for you to go to heaven. He also died on the cross and rose again for you to be able to experience the kingdom of God. And in that kingdom of God, there is healing, healing, not just for your body, but healing for your marriage in the kingdom of God is righteousness peace and joy, joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy is part of the kingdom of God. So when you are tapping in to the kingdom of God, when you are tapping in to the presence of the kingdom, then you know that you have this inside of you and it needs to just come out by your obedience, by your recognition, by your submission, you can experience joy in situations that are completely unbelievable. Spend time thinking about this. Spend time finding ways to spend extra time with your husband, little moments here and there, finding times to go on date nights, finding moments to just hug and hold and kiss him while you're chopping onions, but just being more intentional about bringing joy into your home. And if you're really struggling with it, if you have a mental illness or something of that nature that's blocking you from experiencing joy, then continue this conversation with God. 
bring this to God, give him your burdens, give him your anxieties, give him all of the problems and ask him for solutions. Ask him to heal you in these ways and he will, he will have faith and release it, but always have hope for a beautiful marriage because that is your inheritance. You have healing in all aspects of your life and you can experience a rich and abundant marriage where you are your husband's crown. Music